Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am freshly off of my baby brother's wedding weekend. And so my mind is just really, really in wedding world more than usual this week, just having gone through the experience as the sister of the groom and mother of the flower girls, and just sort of riding that whole wave of the weekend and, you know, the rain and the mishaps with the flower girl dresses and just little things and all the beautiful moments, the unscripted moments, just the quickness of it all, the intensity of it all, and that sort of day after trying to process it all, just the dynamics among family and logistics and just all the things, right? And all the worlds colliding of coworkers and new coworkers and old friends and new friends and her side and his side. And all of it is just family meeting family, like me meeting her brother and Yeah, it's just a lot. And in all the ways, right? A lot of good and a lot of interesting and a lot of challenging. And so I'm just really, and just to be a guest, I also think that's always just such a great reminder for me in my role talking to brides. The more I'm at a wedding, it's just like helpful to then be able to come back and remind you guys what people are really looking for, what they're wanting, what they're thinking, because it can be pretty different than what's on your mind as you're leading up to your wedding day. So anyway, all of that's just like really alive in my head. And so over the next few weeks, I might sort of dive into some of that. But today I really want to talk about you are not your wedding. And I just think because of the amount of effort and energy and money and negotiating and figuring out and conversations, like all of it, everything that goes into making a wedding, I think, especially for women, there can be this real over-identification. And if you heard my last week's episode about being nice to yourself. One of the sort of the main three areas we were talking about with the self-compassion is that sort of mindfulness versus over-identification. And in that sort of genre in self-compassion, we were talking about how just like we don't want to over-identify with any of our feelings. So it's like when we're angry, we don't want to think of ourselves as an angry person. Or when we're anxious, we don't want to over-identify with any one emotion and try to make it our whole personality, right? We want to be the space, be the watcher 
of our emotions, of our thoughts, of our interactions, of our mistakes, of our triumphs, right? We are never completely identified and sort of pegged down by any one thing. And that's just like a really loving way to approach yourself. And I just wanted to kind of circle back to this idea because I'm seeing a lot in sort of conversations and with my clients, with people reaching out to me in my DMs, just really feeling over-identified with their wedding. As if this wedding can somehow be the fullest, most true picture of themselves as a woman, right? So it's like her most beautiful, her most stylish, her like her taste level, like just her whole persona, her whole vibe, her just whole essence and sense of who she is and her sort of style statement to the world and both as a hostess and as an object of beauty and a woman and a feminine like energy in this world seems to really get wrapped up in the wedding day. And I'm also seeing it too, just like as a couple, the couple feels this need to express their whole relationship personality or depth or meaning or essence in the wedding day. And again, it's not that we don't want your wedding to feel like you, but in the same way that I feel like maybe weddings used to be sort of cookie cutter and they vary the same, like the colors were white, the cake had three tiers, the seats look like that, like the way in which maybe it went from being a little predictable Now I feel like the pendulum has swung and there is this intense pressure for everything to be like super individualized and super specific and very custom and very you, right? Like it's, and it's fun. Like you don't even see just place cards on a table anymore with your name and your table number. It's like, it has to be a big display that somehow ties into your story. And again, I love all of that. I think it is so fun and so great if you're up for it. But there is this way in which putting some space between who you are as an individual and what your wedding end up looking like, being like, are two different things, right? It is a part of you. It's a piece of you. It's an experience that you're crafting and creating and hosting and being a part of, but it's also just that, right? You are much bigger than your wedding day. And I don't want you to feel really hemmed in and really like targeted and narrowed down and feeling that intense, tense pressure that like, you've got to express everything about you and your whole personality and your relationship and your partner and all, right? It can just be a lot especially when we talked on this podcast before about how there will be so many unpredictable sort of competing agendas that often happen at weddings, right? There can be cultural stuff and family stuff and stuff about the past or stuff about the future that you're going to want to incorporate that will sort of divert you from your maybe original plan and cause some just feelings of like overwhelming confusion The other thing that is really hard, obviously, is the social media stuff. And again, most of you guys are super savvy and have been around social media and grown up with it more than even I have. Being an elder millennial myself, I remember life before all of it, and yet I'm still very much in the whole ball game. But I think it's just so important to remember that 
there is a barrage of images. There are endless ideas, the trends, like the whole thing is just so intense. And I think it can be almost impossible to ever feel like, okay, I've seen everything I need to see. These are my colors. This is my wedding. This is my, and then I will always feel like it was the truest expression of me from now and forever. I just think that's a lot. Women do it with their dress. They do it with their venue. They do it with so many different things. And I just want to remind you not to over-identify that you are not your wedding day. You are a person having a wedding and there are a whole set of constraints that you might not have imagined that your friends don't really understand. That's the thing about weddings that make them so wonderful to attend after you have put on your own. You have such a deep, deep respect and just gratitude and understanding and knowing of like, wow, I just know that there are a million different factors that went into all these different decisions that like make it so much different than what you think it's going to be. And that's okay. And I just want to remind you that the guests are just appreciative to be there and to celebrate your love. And a lot, like when they say the rest is just details is because it is. And that does not mean you can't get excited and you can't put your whole self into your details and go all out. I believe celebrate weddings are one of the most beautiful things that can be happening, especially in the world, especially with the stuff in the headlines right now. It is more important than ever that we lean into love and togetherness and family and unity and care and friendship and trust and all of that good stuff, right? The good, good, better instincts of all of us as humans. It's just so important to celebrate and uplift all of that and let it be a beautiful, magical thing on its own that's not just tied to being like this perfect expression of who you are, right? Let it sort of meet you in the middle somewhere and don't think that you have to be forever defined by your wedding day. I think that it is a moment in time, no matter how much you want to be timeless and, you know, regret proof the whole thing. It's just important to remind yourself you are getting married in a certain time and you're going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't do the same thing. And that's okay. You don't need to always make the same decisions. Evolution is a beautiful thing. Whether it's with like, gosh, if I look back, I would have done my guest list differently, or I would have handled this bridesmaid thing differently, or whatever it is, I would have bought a different dress. I would have picked a different venue. I would have spent more money. I would have spent less money. I would have prioritized different things. I just see so many women that end up feeling like they messed up, like they made a mistake. And your wedding is here to teach you something. That is the whole point of my work. It's the whole point of this podcast. Is it like, just use your wedding to get a little more onto yourself, learn a bit about yourself, learn about how you interact with conflict and budgets and your body and spending money and joining another family and navigating friendships and joining your life with another. Like there's just so many themes that happen in this beautiful chapter of your life, but keeping space, keeping that mindfulness between yourself and your identity and who you are and this wedding day, you are not your wedding. And once you put a little space there, 
you can then attend your wedding, right? Because you don't think of yourself as the wedding. You're at the wedding too. You're experiencing it, which also brings you back into community instead of like keeping you isolated is like, I'm the creator of this thing. And then you guys are all here to judge it. I feel like that dynamic of vulnerability comes into play that just adds too much. You're already in a really vulnerable, beautiful state, expressing a really private love in a really public way and opening yourself up, saying your vows in front of a crowd. Like it's all can be like a lot. So then don't over-identify and act like this wedding is like your whole expression of who you are and who you'll ever be. No, it's like make it honest and sincere and an offering of who you and your fiance are and how you want to celebrate and how you want to show up and how you want to do it with really intentional choices that you feel really good about now and know that you can laugh about later and just take it a little less seriously. Do not over-identify with it. Give yourself a little space between you and your wedding. And I think you are going to have such a better time and make such different choices when you just put a little bit of space. This does not have to be the entire encapsulation of who you are. This is just a beautiful offering of celebrating your love and your union and your choice in your person. And it's just a great opportunity to do that. That so easily veers off the cliff into like a whole other thing of trying to keep up with the Joneses and make a splash on social media and like keep up with all the trend. Like it can go a lot of different ways and it's okay to get sucked in. It's okay to fall off your path. But this week, I just want to remind you that you are not your wedding and that's the good news. So you can enjoy your wedding and you can lean into it, lean out from it in any way that serves you best. So if you were having trouble with over-identifying with your wedding and just being in a chokehold by that darn thing, because it does, it becomes a bit of a beast. Reach out. I am always available. CaraMorgan.com. Book your session. And until next time, I'm wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.